So, of course, every Friday we broadcast Jefferson Forest Cavalier football presented by TrostLaw.com. And we have seen almost everybody this season from the Seminole District will get our first taste of the LCA Bulldogs this Friday with an East Coast Wings and Grill tailgate show that Who knew starts. Me, me, like, you know, not becoming. Hold, hold on. An East Coast Wings and Grill tailgate show that starts this Friday at 6.30 from LCA. All right, Trey. Can I? Okay. Uh, I, all I was going to say is who knew me taking like a step back from our high school side would lead to JF having an undefeated season. I'm, you know, I, I mean, it, let's be honest, Trey. That's is that probably a what, correlation? That's probably where Coach Cruz would give all the credit is uh, Trey's reshuffled responsibilities. Not, uh, well, three years in the weight room and all the strength and conditioning efforts and everything else that's gone into I, their successful I, season. Just, just saying. I think... Uh, I just I thought that was a, a good joke. So are you uh are you an M and M's guy by the way? I eat M and M's. What kind? Probably probably the regular first, but I like a peanut M and M. I mean, I, again, I don't do all ty- much the candy, M&Ms but M's are good. Too. The M and M's with the peanuts would be at the top the of my list. M and M's are really good too. The pe- I, not so. I might call you M M&M, and M though, Mister Modesty, uh, over on the other mm-hmm. side. Okay, okay, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, I know there's some pot kettle in that comment, of course, Trey. Yeah. No no irony at all. So bringing us back with some humble pie that he can serve up because he is very humble himself. But we will brag on our next guest so that he doesn't have to, but he won't, and we will do it for him. Ben Cates, NewsAdvance.com, with us in the fast lane. Ben, a pleasure to speak with you. Before we get into all the football action, um, trick or treat, I did it with my kids last night. I always enjoy having those evenings uh you know as, as we've had kids holidays have taken on a more fun meaning to get into the spirit of them um favorite candy or candies around halloween do you have one or two that come to mind for you <laughs> uh i gotta say um reese's cups i guess you know the correct choice um pretty pretty darn good I'm, I, I like, I'm a big snickers fan too so both of those right up there you probably quality, need a snicker quality candy you know uh, need a break that's the old snickers commercial you probably need plenty after us of course so i can understand where that's come from after this season i might need some yeah oh it goes long and long all the time um it feels like a a slobber knocker much like that game friday evening was between heritage and glass in the latest battle for the jug bowl as ec glass ended the drought against heritage breaking the spell as you wrote about in your upon or excuse me after further review column for newsadvance.com so we'll go big picture from the ec glass standpoint they had a good start to the year they had the hiccup against jefferson forest but they've gotten back to their winning ways the last couple of weeks including an ec glass jug bowl victory against heritage how big was that for the program um on a bigger picture level before looking at what it means for the 2023 season? I think it was pretty pretty big. You know, we've had um, recent years where the Jug Bowl has meant a lot more, where both teams, you know, one year came in undefeated, um, one year came in with one loss, something like that, uh, maybe undefeated in the district. And this year that was not the case. Um, but I, I believe that there is always excitement around the Jug Bowl. There always should be excitement around it. And when you've got good coaches, good players at both programs, you saw that it's a big enough deal to where uh, City Stadium was was ended up being you know pretty packed over there in Lynchburg. So I mean it was it was um, it ended up being a good game, and it 
maybe didn't live up to its billing as far as going down to the final minute, uh, a 7-6 battle or something like that, like we've had in the past. Um, but it was pretty close. It was one touchdown pretty much the whole way uh, or less. And um, and it, it, it ended up being a great game. But it, <clears throat> I think it meant a lot to EC Glass to be able to pull that out, you know, the first time that you – that you win it in six years and only the second time in like 13 or so that, that, that you've won it. Heritage really had their number. And uh, Glass kind of, you know, uh, Heritage coach Brad Bradley talked about <clears throat> they just got beat by a better team. And, and um, Glass certainly was better on Friday night, at least. You you hit on the, the big thing about how Glass was better, but also uh, the bigger picture parts to this rivalry, it's a big one for City Stadium and Lynchburg City as a whole. Bragging rights and EC Glass, they get it with the victory 17-6 over Heritage this past week. For Jamar Lovelace, you know, everybody's seen for proof of concept that Brad Bradley can win state championships, make deep playoff runs, and win jug bowls. Heritage had uh, had a streak going before this. And Jeff Woody had built up enough equity and had done that himself. How important is it for a guy like Jamar Lovelace to add that to his resume in the early going to say, okay, in a high leverage moment, especially rivalry matchups that matter to the fans, we can do this? I think it's really important because Jamar was part of that rebuild at Glass. Um, when he was defensive coordinator in, in uh, 2017. And, um, you know, there are a lot of guys who are responsible for that rebuild at Glass. Jeff Woody certainly is one of them. Jamar is one of them. There's been some coaches who have gone on to different places um, and some who are still there um, who, have, who have seen the whole thing through. I think for Jamar now being the head coach um, and, you know, it really important for him to, to come in and say right away, um, I can I can contend in this district and I can um, contend in this rivalry and and you know it's I think that rivalry is always if it ever gets to the point where that rivalry is not a big deal then something is wrong and and something needs you know there needs to be more um, uh, efforts pumped into that rivalry because I, I really do think it's it's one of the best. Um, it's up there with with one of the best in the state for sure. You know, it is. It's a great rivalry. I mean, I, I reference back all the time, but you get these proximity based rivalries, whether it's in Alta Vista versus Gretna comes to mind, or Gretna versus Chatham for some, or you know, obviously you mentioned you know, EC Glass, Heritage, Brookville, JF. There are a lot that come to people's attention when you think of big time rivalries and what it means to a community and the ability to to have those level of bragging rights and kind of a a split level of delineation. But you know, we've seen the fans at times go a little bit, you know, a little bit overboard. Let's call a spade a spade here. But in a lot of cases, it seems like fans have understood how to how to manage it when it comes to this rivalry. What about the emotions as well for a team like EC Glass in particular? Uh, you know, Heritage. We, we again, no Brad Bradley's emotional, but we also know he's been able to get his team to focus it correctly in these spots. That's why we're focusing on what Glass did with their victory in the Jug Bowl. But Jamar Lovelace also setting that tone for his program that, okay, I can also make sure I've got command of my team and keep them with the right level of passion and energy, but also being able to make sure it doesn't go overboard in these uh, intense moments. Yeah, you know, I think there's there's always the, the chance that that could happen in high school sports. Um, especially when you're dealing with kids who may not um, have been in super emotional um, spots like that before. Um, And, um, yeah, I thought both sides really handled things well. I thought Heritage handled the loss really well, and and Glass handled the win pretty well, too. I mean, 
you, you know, you, you always get these kind of, and, it, and it's good. You get really chippy play back and forth. That's not, that's not necessarily bad in high school football. That's, that's, that's good because you, you need that and you feed off that energy, I think, on both sides. Um, but Glass really, really did come in as the older, more experienced team and just kind of, you know, just kind of was asserting its dominance um, by um, vocally. Um, you could hear it, um, and and right, right in Heritage's ear from from the from the get go, and and that's the third man out there, right? Like that's that's the twelfth man, I guess, in football. But like, um, it's 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 just it, it, it was a healthy rivalry. I think it was a healthy matchup for both teams. Now to the smaller picture, or the more immediate picture is probably a better way since we're going anti-big picture with Ben Cates of NewsAdvance.com. For EC Glass, and then we'll look at Heritage and the rest of the teams as we get ready for the final week of the Seminole District in the regular season in high school football. For EC Glass, there is that riding the ship. What type of tangible momentum now do the Hilltoppers have for a team that isn't likely to be one of the top two seeds in Region 4 West, but they are in a spot where they could well host a home playoff game? Yeah, absolutely. You want to keep that momentum going the the final week, you know, especially going against um, a a team that's also going to be looking for home field advantage, you know, um, Rustburg really, really wants, really wants that as well. And so you're in a spot where you, you definitely, if you're either one of those teams, you want to, you want to be hosting the first round. You never want to go in limping into the playoffs and be on the road. However, and, and I'm not trying to be a, a homer here. I'm just trying to be realistic. Um, a lot of times when you have good teams from our, from, from the central Virginia area or Lynchburg area, um, do really well um, in the first or second round on the road. And that's simply because a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times, the schedule that you play in the Seminole District and the type of football, the type of smash-mouth football that, that they, a lot of teams play around here really gets them through the first couple of weeks of the, of the postseason, especially when you're going against teams that may look sort of like your equal or may look a little bit better on paper, but just don't play just just are outside of our area and don't necessarily play the same the same brand of football. That's not always the case. Sometimes there are extreme upsets and sometimes, you know, teams from our area just get sacked in the mouth. But a lot of times I think that is true that 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 brand of football carries you through and that that experience really carries you through the experience that you get in the Seminole district from the regular season. We're chatting with Ben Cates of NewsAdvance.com, who's joining us here on the Fast Lane. Ben, pivoting away from the jug ball and the big victory for EC Glass and what the overall preparations of Seminole District play mean for the postseason. To Friday's matchup, Jefferson Forest Cavalier football presented by TrostLaw.com as the Cavaliers are at LCA. Two 9-0 teams so far on the year. Do you expect this matchup to live up to the hype of two 9-0 teams? Yeah, you certainly hope so because it looks like a titanic matchup. I mean, as but you know, there there are a lot of kind of ways that I look at this. Um, maybe on a superficial level, you you kind of look at it and you say LCA has played uh, a really good, at least one really really good team in Salem um, as far as a top notch program, and, and that was way back on the opening night in the end of August, but. At the same time, so LCA has proven that they can they can beat a team like Salem. At the same time, haven't played that caliber of a team since, and so kind of gone through the whole your whole schedule now without playing uh, an, an excellent team like that. And now you've got to face another one, um, and that's tough. 
On the flip side, JF has not faced a team like LCA yet. And so you're going to have to have a JF team that is playing at its absolute best to win. Um, and you're going to have an LCA team that might look up at the scoreboard at some point and figure out that it has a fight on its hands. Yeah, that's the spot if your JF is hoping to be in that spot. And we'll leave you with this question, Ben. For this matchup, again, we're anticipating it, but I said it during our broadcast of Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football presented by TrochLaw.com at Amherst County last week as it became obvious the Cavaliers would go to 9-0, and which they did thanks to the 42-7 to victory against the Lancers. And that is, JF, they've had a great season. And regardless of what happens Friday, this is still a matchup that could be a playoff springboard in a number of different ways. And we'll revisit how it is later. But if you're talking about the matchup itself, is it reasonable to peg LCA as the favorite just because the phrase proof of concept goes in to the fact that, as you alluded to, they've beaten Salem this year and they made deep runs in the playoffs, whereas for Jefferson Forest, this is a new big game for them, but they don't have the volume of big games like LCA has under their belt. Absolutely. LCA has to go in as the favorite. So much experience two years ago being in um, the state championship game for Class 3, um, and then last year going into the playoffs and making it to the region finals without their star running back, um, and then uh, and some other injuries still getting that far. Um, and then this year, um, they have to be a favorite to win the state title again. So they, from experience-wise and from a personnel-wise, LCA has to be the favorite um, but this is also a Jefferson Forest team that I think has come so far that they feel like they get they have nothing left to lose. You know, um, they have they have exceeded their expectations and and they know how good they are. And so, like you said, springboard. You know, that's another conversation. But but yeah, I think it's it even a loss for Jefferson Forest would really get some more experience under your belt heading into the playoffs, and that's that's what you want. Ben Cates. What we want is his insight. So we go to newsadvance.com and Ben Cates 8 on Twitter to collect more of it. Ben, thank you much for your time. Perhaps we'll see you over in that neck of the woods on Friday for JF against LCA, starting with our 6.30 p.m. East Coast Wings and Grill tailgate show. And if not, we'll catch you Saturday at the Liberty University game instead. Sounds good. Ed, Trey, I appreciate you both. Thank you. Our pleasure. Ben Cates, who rightfully said Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Correct top answer. Notch Halloween candy. I mean, there are other Almond good Joy, options. Almond get out of there. That's gross. I, you uh, know, candy I like, corn, gross. I like those, but I mean, look, it's yeah. hard to mesh. Peanut butter and chocolate. I, I don't do peanut butter now. I do almond butter because it's a little... It helps my digestive system handles it better, but whatever. Yeah. It, hey, it's it it is it's hard to top peanut butter and chocolate. I mean, it just let's cut it, call a spade a spade. Prime combo. It, it it really is, and we're not talking our guy, Coach Prime. Do you believe? Yes, we do. Do you believe that? Huh? Indeed. But if you don't like those Halloween candies, we suggested. Oh no! Oh no! No no! That that is what you get. In the meantime, when we come back in the fast lane, what you get is into the weeds. We'll do that on some NASCAR, plus some feedback coming in on a handful of different topics. We'll start with the ACC, and we'll get to others as we have time. And yeah, we'll table some of that for later this week in the Fast Lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.